What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Godie. And this is your boy Smash coming at you. And go ahead, introduce yourself, young lady. And I'm Monice Moni in the middle. Happy that's, to be back again. That's right. So Monice is one of those people we don't have to, we just bring her on in the show. She's just part of the crew. She's <laughs> she's our, one of our favorites. So she gets to to join us from the beginning to the end. You know, so <laughs> how you been? I am good, man. I am good and blessed and highly favored, as the church folks would say. Hallelujah. Highly favored. This is on this good Sunday. Yes, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we had to bring you on. If you don't know Miss Miss Monique, she's a playwright. She's an author. She's filling some more blanks. She's what else? What else? What else we got going? In anything that is written, I do that. There you go. <laughs> That's a better way to put it. <laughs> and so it's been written. <laughs> but before we get to the transformation, yeah. where are we at? Oh, I my... know what you're about to ask me, bro. I know what you, I know. You know, and I can always depend right. on y'all to be cheering in the background for that movie I could. I've been in the mirror practicing. <laughs> well, you know, I can't I can't give away any major details, but I will say this that it has been optioned by oh. a production company that okay. is from some well-known folks that y'all will be happy to hear about. And I'm hoping that soon we'll be able to make an announcement. So awesome. We're making moves in that direction. Awesome. <laughs> and, and let the people know what the, what's the name of the, the, the picture that we're talking about. Oh, the film is called Saps, and it's a football rom-com. Basically, uh, a black version of You Got Mail meets uh, uh, Love and Basketball, kind of, sort of. Yes. And it tells the story of a super fan, a black female super fan, who... Um, can't stand her quarterback for her home team because he's a loser. <laughs> and so she creates a crowdfunding campaign to buy out his contract. And then they end up falling in love with each other online by because they have separate identities online and they start falling for each other. So you yes. got the, the conflict of I hate you as a quarterback, but I kind of like this guy. I don't know who he is. <laughs> and you know, as romantic comedies go, of course, right. you know, you know what happens, what happened was, but yeah. you know, that's, so that's the story. And for those that don't know, Smash and I have have an intricate part in this movie. Yes, <laughs> because, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> because we break the news about how much we can't stand this quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Some of yeah. that might be true for me with my real quarterback. <laughs> hey, it's, based, it's based on real life. We just had a conversation offline about our football team. <laughs> right. So, it's, so the team's going to either be the Falcons or the Cardinals. I mean, the Falcons or the, or the Lions. One of the two. We got to we gotta get the property rights to it first. But. Right, exactly. We got to make some calls, but, you know. Any team that got trash quarterbacks. <laughs> well, we got a lot of options. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of options to pick from. I dropped them down. Exactly. So I definitely can't wait. All jokes aside, I'm, I definitely can't wait to this comes to fruition because it's a great story and it's a great it's a great thing 
um, that you thought of and that's it's out there but it just has to be put into into place so I'm glad there's other people smart like we are to know oh, that yeah. hey this is a good thing and put this on <laughs> put this out that's for the people I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Mr. Sims my husband the night owl as we discussed on the show before right. oh, yeah. it was it was his idea actually we came up with it together because awesome bless his heart he's a Bears fan and um <laughs> there's an option there too there's an yes, option yes. and he was just losing his damn mind about the quarterback and and I was like mm. boo why don't we just you know why don't you yes. create a crowdfunding campaign to get rid of him he's like that's a dope idea and that's where it came from <laughs> this came out of love for my husband I was feeling bad for the brother um and then I just turned into a screenplay <laughs> I can't oh, wait. Awesome. And, and we got a timeline here, a year, another half a year, another two hey, years. Hey, you know, theme, this is this is a hurry up and wait business. You know, right. like, you know, it's been options. I'm in contact with them. Um, they're excited about it. So hopefully we can get out there and pitch it and, you know, we can make an announcement and get this thing done because it's a wonderful time right now. I know y'all know a lot of like black sports movies are coming yes. down yes. the pipe. They are interested in all, I mean, you know, between, um, what's it, King Richard with uh, uh, Will Smith. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and the one that just released, Serena. Like that. And then there's a bunch of football movies coming out. Um, and then we got Swagger on Apple TV. Yes, I got to get into Bodywood, that. Right? Have and you started watching it? I have not. I have not okay. started watching it yet. And then we got, I haven't seen the Colin Kaepernick. Um, um, yeah, I haven't seen yet. that one yet. Yeah. I didn't, so, know, I didn't know that even existed. So oh, I yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Ava DeBernick, you gotta check it out. You gotta really? check it out. Yeah, so it's a lot of stuff happening around black people in sports that people are interested right. in seeing. So I think that SAC fits right up in there because ain't <laughs> nobody got a rom-com out there yet. So let's go, people. Let's, let's get go. Because this is going to, we're going to take over. Because you know, anytime you, you think about rom-coms, especially uh, black rom-coms, and you say, what was the best sports rom-com? Yeah. That always, love and basketball, always are on some of those Right, rock. that's what I, that was always. my whole intention when I wrote yeah. this. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, I want to write this version, I want to write this time's love and basketball. Right. That's a high goal to reach for, but, you know, nah, that's, that's not what high. I wanted. That's not high. We, we're going to reset this bar. That's what we're oh, trying to do. Oh, I got you. I got you. I feel <laughs> That's you. Thank you. That's what we're trying to do that. So when, especially when Smash and I grace the screen. We're gonna of definitely... course. Of course. You guys are going to elevate it. You're going to elevate it. <laughs> and, you know, we're and everybody knows we secretly like rom-com, me and Goldie, so. Yeah, it's we not, do. not that much of a secret, boo. I just want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just said it so many times now, right? <laughs> The cats out the bag. You know, black, black men be loving them some rom coms. They do. Yeah. It's just like it's and, like and, that audience. You know, when people say, "Who'd you write this for?" and I was like, "I, I wrote it for us, but the brothers, y'all yeah. be into some rom coms now." And it, it's like it's it's unfortunate, but fortunate that I don't have to have my wife sitting there with me to watch it. I can, no, right. I can partake alone, and I don't have to have her to to nudge me in that direction. It's just exactly y'all you know, y'all romantics at heart. Y'all like talking. <laughs> Nobody know. That's, That's right. All. We like Eminem's hard out, outside and, and soft and inside. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yep. Because because Hitch is my favorite. Hitch is my favorite around kind of all time. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I can watch that over and over again. Mm -hmm. What about you, Smash? It's just one of, that's probably my favorite because okay. I did yeah, like the dance, you know, and making the pizza and throwing the Q-tip away. <laughs> I don't watch that so many times. But I also like the one um, with um, Queen Latifah in common. It's not really okay. a wrong, but sort of. I don't know what they call oh, it. Oh, I know. It was, you know what? It was, that's one definitely. of my favorites, too. That's right. Just yeah. right. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorites. Right. That's one of the, with the hot. Just right. Yeah. 
Is that yeah, the one yeah. with the, the holiday, right? No, no I'm thinking about no, the one with Will. That's what LL. LL, yeah. See, that's what Queen did a bunch of rom coms. Yeah. She got a man. Yeah. She got a man. See, there you go. But the queen of round cons is Sanai. I mean, she has done everything from love and basketball to to uh uh why am I blanking on all of a sudden? Damn. Uh, uh oh brown sugar. Remember brown, brown sugar? sugar? Yeah. Oh, you sure then, right. And that was a younger her too. Yeah, and then she did she did uh it wasn't a rom com, but it was Terry McMillan's book, Disappearing Acts. That wasn't a rom com. Mm. She's done about a bunch one. of stuff, and then she did a recent one. I think about where she cut her hair off. I forget what that. I forget what that oh. one was called. I don't know if it was. It wasn't Natalie ever after no. But it was something like that. Something. So Sanai is like the queen of black rom coms. Okay. She's like the one that's done most of them. So we have a leading actress. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I like the way she just Jedi mind tricks Sanai. I'm just saying Sanai's directing now, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> see that she trying to hit not man you see what she's doing there <laughs> I like that I like that yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they said into existence she you can sell ice Eskimos right now <laughs> I need you, you to direct and be the lead actress okay that's okay. what's up <laughs> Just cut her one check. I get it. I get it. You know, gotta get it in. Gotta get it in. Oh, so what? Anything new? Anything that you've been? You know, I've always I love to get your your uh, Instagram posts where you just it may be like two in the morning and she's just like, um, <laughs> I just had a a great idea. All brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always good. I say, okay, she's up working. <laughs> So, I'm always I'm always working and writing and creating new stuff. Um, uh, I don't have anything that's you know worthy of talking about right now. It's just a bunch of stuff that I'm kind of <laughs> starting. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's, it's weird when you've been working on a project for so long, like SAT, and I got a couple other projects that I've been pitching and getting out there. You just kind of mm-hmm. you have to kind of focus on getting that stuff to the next phase, right? right? Rewrites or meetings and pitching and stuff like that. And you kind of put your, at least I do, put your creativity to the side for a second. But I'm happy to say that it's returned. So I think 2022 is about to be lit as far as like new <laughs> projects for me and new ideas. And I was really, you know, I was really kind of worried at first, like, oh my God, am I ever going to write something new again? Right. Because I've been in rewrite mode for like two years. Like, am I going to write something new again? And new stuff is coming to me. So I'm excited to see right. how it turns out. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited. I've had a conversation with a friend of mine and the conversation we were talking about music and mm-hmm. how black music transcended the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I'm to the place right now where we're seeing so much black content. I yeah. think we're going to look back on this era right now, 20 years later, and says and say this was that era that transformed black cinema and TV, that this was the, the moment, that era that, that actually propelled us to like, we look at the 90s music. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that happened with film and TV too back in the nineties. Um, the difference is now it's well. I mean more. I mean more of, of of us owning the content, like you know, like the masterpiece was owning content, cash oh, money well, owning I, content. I can't speak to how much we owning. Um, well, you, right now. well, you see, like Tyler Perry, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, you know, they own and they have more. Then they have more ownership to their content. I'm not going to say, because you know it's a monopoly on, on, on yeah, I think, TV and film. Yeah, I think the film, difference but... now is that, to your point, like the creators and the owners mm-hmm. are more upfront. 
you yeah. know, like back in the day, there was a lot of black content, but it was, we weren't owning anything. We weren't the face of it. But now exactly. these people have right. brands. You yeah. got what the King Spiracist. You got the Lena Waite. What a clean that up for me, Monique. What a clean that up. Try, I'm trying to help you out, Monique. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got the people who are the brands of their of their stories. Right. And that was something that didn't happen, you know, back in the '90s. So right. that's I think that's what's happening now. When you get into the look behind the face, like how much money is being spent, which way I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> at least it appears as if that right. they have more ownership over their content and possibly like, well, we know for sure that Tyler Perry got owned. He owned everything. He everything. everything. He owned the whole city, um, damn near. Right, yeah. And Oprah, <laughs> you know, Oprah, people like that have been in the game a little while longer. I think they have a higher stake in ownership. Um, mm. And then the youngins are coming up that are starting to like demand that from the jump. So the Issa Rays and Alina Ways, I think they have mm. more ownership just because there's a whole new mentality about this, you know, the ownership the storytellers are like demanding before they sign contracts. It's not like the unsung situation where you look at your money, your money, and be like, "What happened to my money?" Right. You know? it <laughs> now you're like, they're reading the contracts from the jump. Like, no, this is how it's going to happen. You know, right? Uh, and they, like and they got the ability Cohen, to say the same no. thing. She's the yep. same thing. Um, so you know, I think that's the difference, and I, I like that energy. Like we created, but we bought that money too. So that makes yeah. a big difference. And I don't want to make this uh the shy review but because oh, you brought up lena ways yeah yeah um where are we where are we with the the shy are, are we for it are we against it are we just like what's going what's happening with this last season have you watched the last season let's say that I have not been really watching okay. Shy, so, um, we'll, so we'll I can't pass. speak to so, what's So that going tells on. you right there. But right. I, I will take the Issa Rae approach. That I'm cheering for everybody black. Let's start there. <laughs> yes. And then you know, but this but, this was beautiful about this Goldie. This is what's beautiful about this conversation is that there's so much great content out there now that we can judge it now. We can judge it. <laughs> Right, you can judge it without like without being shamed. There used to right. be times where you say something was bad, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, we're gonna take your black card." But now, yeah. so much stuff out there that you can like You're right. not like something or right. like something, and right. then move on with the rest of the conversation. So, I don't, I haven't really been following the shot. Is this the last season? Well, the, the the fat lady has put her Twinkies down. I think this is. <laughs> I think Michael Jackson is reincarnated, getting ready to sing This Is The End. That's horrible. Yeah, I haven't even watched the last season. See, that, that's what I'm telling you. It's, it hasn't... It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I, I give her kudos for being able to have the platform to even put her, her vision out, but yeah. it's just kind of... I, I just think it's, it's missed its mark at this point. Um... We've had director on, and she said to me, uh, Goldie, everything must end. It, it, you know, TV it has to have an ending, you know, whether it's one season, two season, three season. So I'm kind of, you know, accepting that fact. And this is one of those I got to accept the fact for that. That's That's what yeah, because there's some shows that you love to death that you just don't want to end, you know? So, right. But yeah, I mean, look, I'm developing a TV series right now, and I will say that television is hard to continue That's to come up with saying. stories week after week after week, seasons yeah. after seasons. It's, it's really difficult to continue to go back to the same turnip and squeeze something else out of it. Mm. I, you know, my brain is like a retraining for me because I'm a features writer. So I'm, I'm used to stuff ending, right? Like beginning, middle, and end. Like that's the end. 
and maybe there's a sequel, but like the whole, it take a moment and to extend it over like four weeks, just because, you know, we got to have 10 episodes or something like that. My right. brain doesn't naturally do that. So it's, it's more uh. of a challenge for me to, to write in that way. So for any, any show that, that has survived one season should be applauded, but I don't know what, what is this the fourth or fifth season for the shy? Is it the fourth season? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, so it was just—I'm disappointed because it was such a great show. Like it was like anytime I talk to anybody about the shy, the one thing that they said kudos to her because she depicted the city the way it was, and now it's to a point where it's not depicting the city. It's it's some internal story that she's trying to get out, and that she's using Chicago as the backdrop to get that story out. And mm. it's, you know, it's creative. Now, don't get me wrong. Creative-wise, it's definitely a piece of art. But the content-wise, it's like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. So, nonetheless, <laughs> smash. <laughs> I just had to get that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but what are you watching that you like? How about that, Smash? Anything that you liking out there right now? Man, there's so much stuff that they dropped. Uh, I like a lot of stuff and you know mm-hmm. like I like I'm watching well I'm getting ready to start Lock and Key the okay. second and um and one of my favorite shows is not it's not black but uh it's just one of my favorite shows the Wentworth it's the prison in Australia oh. I kind of okay. think where they put orange is black but the writing on there the stories are so good like it's not like orange is black nothing like that it, it puts orange makes orange um you black you, look you say that you say that and I, i'm gonna let you have i'm gonna let you have that one for now because i haven't <laughs> i haven't really watched wentworth to the fullest to oh man the writing is good um, so the story what are you watching what are, what are you watching right now Monday? What, what, what these what's 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 I am watching a bunch of mindless television, and I'm not going to even. I mean, that's just the real. I'm not. I'm not going to even. No, no, I don't like that. Um, I am watching. First of all, my husband is the king of reality TV shows. Okay. Uh, because of what he does, you know, you know, relationships, neuroscientists, all that wonderful right. stuff. Um, he likes to be on top of what people are watching with these re- relationship shows. Not not The Bachelor, because th- that's some other stuff. The Bachelorette, I don't know what they're doing this season. <laughs> um, but we've been watching, like, um, Married at First Sight. Have you ever seen that show? Oh, yes, my wife had me sit down and I watched that. And I think that is the weirdest thing ever. And, we, you know, it's funny because you say that because my wife and I, we know this stuff is pre-recorded, right? Yeah. So we're, yeah, yeah. we're all on the internet like, let's see if they stay together. Oh, they got divorced already. They're not together anymore. <laughs> yeah, that is one of those guilty pleasures too. It's one of those household. things where you just watch it like, come on now, that don't even make no damn sense. And, uh, right. And then there's this other the one on Netflix where the people wear they 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 wear masks and they're like in costume and they go on dates to see if they like each other's personalities and then the 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 bachelor or the bachelorette chooses who they want to be with and then they, they reveal what they really look like. Mm. Um, I've seen that. 
I forget I forget what that one's called, but that's the stupidest thing ever because they're dressed like a turtle or armadillo or whatever. <laughs> and and then they go on these little weird little like they go to a, a you know they painting class and stuff like that. Ask these really basic ask questions to each other, and then yeah. they choose who they want to be with at the end. And then but they have to let one person go for each round, and then they get to see the reveal. And the reveal is they're usually like the hottest thing ever, right? They're like, oh my god. I wish I had chosen you. You're gorgeous, you know. And then they end up together, and and it's just, it's just, I'm just amazed at the lengths of people go to to find love. To find love, yeah, right. It's yeah, just yeah. the weirdest thing, you I mean, know. It's, it's and then, not going to the grocery store anymore. It's not. No, they're not doing the basic the stuff, you right? Know? <laughs> and then I think is it Will? Is it Will Packer has a look? He has one too. Um, mm. I think he got one too with black folks. Like last one was in Houston. And I think this season's in Dallas or they go where all the, the blacky black city. So you got these black folks <laughs> the black trying to find love with each other. And it's just like, you know, this season was a little ratchety though. I saw the trailer, I was like, I don't know why I deal with these folks. Cause you you didn't, yeah. you know, you become attached to these people. You don't mean yeah. to, but you're like, oh my God, I'm pulling for this couple. And then they do yeah. something stupid. You're like, oh no. Um, so that's the type of stuff I watch, just to take my mind off of just the other stuff I'm doing because when I when I watch stuff that's not necessarily good but I'll say good for, for this conversation <laughs> then my brain is start like stealing right honestly and, that, and that's oh, human that's nature that's human nature yeah. right but if I see something that's just totally like stupid my brain's like oh yeah that's trash you know? <laughs> yeah so you stick in the trash category just for in a, just to <laughs> just keep I get it. That's, that doesn't stay we're going to purge that yeah. immediately watch uh, 90 day fiance I haven't seen that one that That's one, one looks stupid too it is but my wife watches it religiously boy she just stuck and some in that of these boat. shows really they get the they get their own like the Kardashians they become a whole thing you know they become yeah. like a brand you know based on this show that isn't real because none of it's right. real like you said it's all edited <laughs> it's, it's all edited it's created they create this drama mm. and you know at a certain point like I could watch these shows but at a certain point my brain is like come on now that's just way too much like you're doing too much to manufacture a story right. um, because yeah. there's no story there you know um, great drama and all that kind of food. yeah because I guess human nature is, is we're drawn to drama right and I just tend to I like my drama like PG I don't need that straight ratchet <laughs> drama oh no I need it all I need it to go way way that makes me feel better about my life and my situations you know like way he's their situation is way worse than mine okay I'm, I'm not doing too bad over here oh my god that is just the craziest <laughs> thing i would um, love to sit down and talk to your husband and and because he's that he's on that that male female relationship yeah. thing and really pick his brain because there's a lot of questions i need answered i need an expert to answer these questions <laughs> oh, why he would, he would love to come on and talk why to people about function the way they it, function right the way they do he now. is like coaching and counseling and you know yeah. helping people with this stuff and a lot of their relationship experience comes from this reality crap, right? right? And he just like has to right. un untrain them. Like, no, that's not reality. None right. of that is reality. You know yeah. that, right? Because I want to ask him how, you know, because because he does that. He's in that field. He's been there for so long. How does how the things that he he taught and coached twenty years ago? How has that changed to now? And I, I'm more than sure he's like. 
uh, baby, give me a drink because this was like the weirdest day ever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, just to, he, he's on um, Clubhouse and yes. woo, the oh, stuff that he'd be talking about, these people be talking about sometimes. I'm like, really? Do people really think that? They really believe that? Yeah. Like, it's to their core. This is what they're walking around with. Like, yes. And, and, and I it's think their it's reality. It's their yeah. reality because they have ingested so much of this this TV like what I know is junk food we know this is junk food right. this is not real right. we know this but there's a whole population of people who don't right and just that's like, scary yeah cause just like the African <laughs> guy that uh, smashed posted in the group the other day um, he posed he was posing as a realtor as a, oh. as a real estate mogul um, uh-huh. a Nigerian guy and uh-huh. then he was on in, on Instagram and showing all his riches and and people tend to think that stuff is real but mm-hmm. in, in actuality to come to find out <laughs> the brother was just a con artist he was just mm-hmm. robbing mm-hmm. people blind and so people tend to to you know pattern try to pattern their life as we say keep up with the Joneses yeah. and, it's, and it's really not a reality it's really not no it's all not healthy at all to it's try curated to... information that yeah. you're putting out there to present yourself with and yeah. some people take it to the extra limit with the filters and changing and altering their, how they actually look and stuff yeah. like that but we all do it I mean you don't like if me and my husband get into a fight that's not the picture I'm gonna post on no, I'm not posting <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna post a picture of a smiling and happy. Everybody does that. You don't post <laughs> sad pictures, and, and when you get your lowest, like, oh my god, I just got fired. I mean, some people do. Some people go for that whole. That's a whole another thing where they go for the drama. Where well, they, they over. Post. Sometimes they overshare. Right, right. right. Yeah, there are oversharers, but most of us, we're just trying to present something that is, you know, respectable. We right. don't want you to think we're losers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how many followers can the loser and how many likes can the loser actually get? We might see that's how your brain works. We might have to test that theory out. <laughs> I mean, if you're a famous loser, yes. <laughs> now fame yeah, and loser can go together in certain instances, you know. But or the normal, it, normal slow Joe Blow. No, just a normal dude just working a job, losing. No, no life. Sound like you just came up with a new reality show. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. That's how that creative mind works, man. <laughs> just came up with one. So, so let's get into. First of all, I love the look. It, it's thank like, you. You know when people change their look, you you kind of you kind of like sketchy on should I do it because I've looked a certain way for so long, but it actually fits you and it, it's definitely. Oh, yeah. uh, definitely fit your fit your face everything so so let's get into this let's let's because this is really this is the real reason why we're here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> right, we just, we just <laughs> shooting the shit we just shooting because really <laughs> <laughs> it was all about Monique's look right now so what first of all what made you want to change your look what, what was the defining moment Oh, well, first of all, uh, I turned 50 on October 23rd. So happy birthday. Super excited about, thank you. I was super excited about reaching this, you know. First of all, I never, I never planned any of this. I didn't think past, <laughs> I didn't think past twenty nine. Honestly, right. I was like, you know, because thirty's the end. <laughs> you know, so I didn't think of fifty. Dang. I mean, you know, when you're younger, you're thinking like, oh my gosh, if I don't yeah. have all the things I need by thirty, I'm a loser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
But when I, you know, I was super excited about turning 50 and I have been wearing, I have been wearing my hair not since uh, 98. So that was 23 years. Oh, wow. wow, that's a long wow. time. That was a very long time. And that would be, make it even scarier to want to change your look at this it, point. It, I was scared as hell, honestly. I was scared as hell. Like, so the story is, uh, <laughs> I, I, just like all black women, I, I had the whole hair gamut, you know, growing up, you know, from, from you know, the pressing curls to like, uh, the the Jerry curl to the you know all that I had did all you had the Jerry curl oh, I was yeah. just about to have that too yeah 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 did you so I had the Jerry curl yes yes I was fly too I had like a little hair band that was there anybody who had a Jerry curl thought they were fly everybody there was, cool. was, was cool. nobody ever said they weren't fly with their Jerry curl and then when you get the Jerry curl out of course your hair is long it was down to my shoulders if it is later it fell out it fell out it just like clumps yeah. it just fell out and so oh, wow. I started rocking like the uh before even Tony Braxton came out, I was rocking the Tony Braxton do. Seriously, okay. in high school. Because my hair fell out so bad. And then once my hair started to grow, I was like just doing the press and curl type of situation. Um, and I had a perm and the perm was in my hair for so long that it kind of like messed up my hair. Yeah. Um, and I got to a point um, when I was in college that um, I knew, first of all, I was, I was uh, about to graduate from college and I knew I was going to grad school. And I knew I had no money, right? So the whole press and curl situation, I was like, oh, I got to find something. a cost-effective do here. I got to find another solution to this. So I had been thinking about cutting my hair then. I cut my hair off in 1993, right? Mm-hmm. Like this. Um, and But in 93, it was not the business, right? Nobody right. was rocking. It was more more right. like a Estherol Afro, actually. Let me say Estherol Afro. <laughs> the and I cut my hair right before my school pictures, my college graduation pictures, right? And I did that because I knew if I told my mother, you know how black mamas are about their daughters and their hair. If oh, yeah. I told my mother I was cutting my hair, she would talk me out of it. So I cut my hair off in 93, um, and my mother lost her damn mind and almost disowned me. Um, but see, that's another conversation, that's man. Because <laughs> the more we get to know Moniz, there's a lot of stuff that she didn't tell her mom. Like she wanted to be a writer, journalist. She didn't tell him that. Nope. You know, she just jumped into. We're we peeling back this onion here, Smash. Well, we peeling this onion you know, back. <laughs> my mama wanted to make sure I could eat, so I couldn't tell I was going to do all this crazy stuff. Um, so I cut my but hair. That's, that's believing in yourself. I like it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I cut my hair because I knew I was going away to grad school and wouldn't have money to, you know, take care of it. So a lot of people, you know, when you get when you first cut your hair, they think of some religious reason. Or I, right. No, I was broke. I was just broke. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I would not be able to pay for the press and the perm and all that type of stuff. So I rocked my hair like that for seven years. And then um, I just decided, because it would grow so fast. You you guys have it so easy. I got my hair cut and I would have to get my hair cut like every week because it was growing so fast, right? Mm -hmm. And so I decided to give myself um, a, uh, a challenge. I said, well, let me see if it'll grow. And that's when I started to lock my hair. Okay. And 98 because later, I just wanted to see if, if it, it would grow. And it grew okay. beautifully. Not at first. In the beginning, you got that like homeless Rastafarian look. The, the, the picking yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> that time where your mama's like, what are you doing? What, is, <laughs> what do we got going on here? What is going on in your life? Are you homeless? What is happening? Right. Um, but then once I got past that phase, then it just grew to the luscious locks that everybody got to know me as. And right. what's funny okay. is my husband met me when I was bald, when I was just like this. So I knew 
that going back to it wouldn't be a, a well, I won't say it wouldn't be a shock. It was a shock to him because he saw me for 23 years with locks. So it was a shock to everybody. But I just it was knew, a shock to me. I was like, <laughs> I just knew turn 50 that I wanted to do something different. I wanted to return to myself, I guess, and do something different. And um, and there's a, you're not the only one Goldie that was shocked because there's a whole population of people out here right. and like who have never seen me without locks. They don't know who I am without my right. locks. And I, knew, and I knew that. I knew I was going to shock some folks. Yeah, I was but when shocked. But when I saw my husband's reaction to it, though. What was, was his like, reaction? He was like, oh, my God. First of all, I wanted him to go with me to the barber because I was scared as hell to do right. it. You need somebody to hold your hand through the process? I, I did. I honestly wanted him to hold my hand. But he said, I can't do it. I can't do it, baby. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't sit there and watch them cut your hair off. I'm like, okay. So I went by myself and my sister was texting me the whole time. <laughs> she was there for me as moral support and she wanted to <laughs> FaceTime. But I said, no, no, I can't FaceTime. I'm too nervous. Um, so, you know, when I got my hair cut, I came back home and um, usually our door is unlocked. But for some reason, it wasn't um, that day. And I had to ring the doorbell and I ran the doorbell and he opened the door and went, oh, oh my God, baby, you're so beautiful. <laughs> Oh, you look like you did when oh, I first met you, but better. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, you, did. you overlooked the slight. <laughs> what you mean? When I love the compliment. What you mean, better? Better. So I opened. Yeah, I knew. I mean, I was good then. My sister saw it, had the same reaction. And yes. I, I mean, first of all, my reaction when I saw when you know the barber turned you around, you see yourself in the mirror. Right. I was like in tears. I was like, this is beautiful. This <laughs> is like, I didn't expect it to look this good. I hadn't seen my face. You don't realize how much of your face is framed by hair. <laughs> yes. Like for 23 so, years, everywhere I looked, there was hair. Right. So when he, when he cut it, you didn't cry? You cried afterwards? You didn't cut it? When he cut that well, first lock, see, you didn't cry? Now, I did cry <laughs> when he cut the first lock. I was, I yelped. I yelped. Really? Cut, cut, See, you should have filmed this, man. You no, but I wrote, I wrote it content. all in the Instagram post because I was like, I yeah, you did. Uh, so <laughs> he he cut the first lock, right? And he he did it individually um, with scissors, and so he was preparing for it. And he had turned me around, so I couldn't see what was going on. But when he cut that first lock, I went. <laughs> He's okay, okay. You felt it. It's like it's a, you, yeah. He said, did you feel it? He said we only cut one. We could stop. <laughs> We can stop right here. And I was like, no, no, no. I promised myself I was going to do this. And I promise you, I would not yelp every time you cut a lot. I lied. I did yelp every time. But I just did it internally. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say that was like six or seven yelps. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. But there was wow. no turning back. Once he cut right. off the lot. Right. And, no and at the end back. of the day, you're doing it for self. It had, yeah. This has nothing to do. Let's not get it twisted. It has nothing to do with your husband. It has oh. something, something to do with you. And that's what I want the listeners to understand. That's this was a, this was a self thing. This wasn't about pleasing everybody. This was something internally for you to please you. And if everybody else liked it, more, that's icing. That's yeah, icing I mean, on the cake. It right? really was. Yeah. It, it, and you know, I've been hearing them stories. Well, first of all, like when I did the math. 23 years is a hell of a long time. And my, yes. sister, my sister texted me. She said, you know, uh, sister, you have been wearing your hair a lot for almost half your life. Yes. This is yep. huge. This yes. is a big deal. And I, I heard those stories about people saying that when they get their locks cut, it's emotional, spiritual, blah, blah, blah. 
but it was <laughs> two, two years short for being right, right, half right. your life two years right. short it, it was very emotional I was like misty I was like afraid I was excited and and when he handed my hair to me he handed my hair and I held it in my hands I really was like starting to cry like I cannot believe like this is like 20 years 23 years of my life right in my hands right, right? Wow. and it just it but I felt such a, a a lightness. My hair itself wasn't very long, but just I just felt this this lightness come off come onto me after I cut the hair off. It was just like I felt freer. Right. And it felt okay. like okay, I'm ready for whatever comes next, you know. And and you don't know. I, I had no idea that my husband <laughs> would love it or anybody would love it. But I knew when I saw myself, it was I was good. like, yes, that's it. I, this is this is so. what I needed to do for me and it, it feels amazing and I'm telling you the first time I felt got in the shower without a shower cap oh <laughs> that's what you posted that I was funny <laughs> it was an orgasmic experience long <laughs> that the, that the, you, hear, you hear music started playing it was like harps and angels and, and butterflies and rainbows it was like oh, she probably called her husband hey man come look at this come see this I mean I had no shower cap I hadn't realized how much I had missed feeling water on my actual scalp, scalp. Yeah, and wow. feeling feeling the sun on my actual neck you know it's just those wow. little tiny things that you just take for granted when your hair is short that you don't that I instantly realized once I cut my hair and I just feel so much um so better and, and happy everybody can say you just look so happy I'm <laughs> yes, like I'm ecstatic <laughs> that's why I was like we gotta come on the show and talk about this because to just walk us ladies and gentlemen she posted and I stopped counting. It was at six or seven at that point, and I stopped counting. But it was so many different things that she had. Okay, and I, I kind of felt where she was coming from. It was like, okay, this is where I'm feeling at this moment. And then here comes another pose. I feel like this. Wait, let me finish. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. The joy's not over. I got this. <laughs> so I knew it was like a, re- a very important moment for you. So I definitely wanted to get it on wax and let everybody understand you know, what this transformation means to you and, and how this story can relate to others is about, you know, it's about me. It's not about we, it's about me. And if everybody else enjoys it, um, that's like you said, that's icing on the cake. So. Yeah, I mean, if there's something like, I've had so many people reach out to me who have locks, who totally understand where I'm coming from. Like, mm-hmm. I feel you, I felt the exact same way. And then I have some other friends who have locks and they're like, I've been thinking about doing the same thing myself. Oh my God, how does it feel? You know, we all get to that point, especially in the lock world, where you're like, it's time. It's mm-hmm. time for him to go. But you're so afraid to do it because um, there's this whole story that Black folks have surrounding hair. That's a whole other conversation. Yes. We have a whole narrative that we tell ourselves about hair that that once you have long hair, my mother couldn't stand it when I grew my hair out and got locked. She couldn't stand it. But then when I told her I was going to do it, because I had been telling my husband and my mom for like, Four years ago, I was trying to let them know this is coming. And and mama was like, but the two years is so long. Why would you cut it off? I'm like, because it's, it's hair and it's mine and it'll grow back. Calm down. Right. <laughs> so there's a whole different thing that black folks have surrounding our hair that uh, is, is like something I probably will write about at some point because 
people kind of don't understand until they go through it, you know, until they actually go through it. They're like, okay, it's not, it's, yes, it's magical and mystical and all that type of stuff, but it's still about, it will grow back. It can change, right? So if there's something that someone else is going through in their lives that they're afraid to do, because like, oh, I've been, I've looked like this all this time, or I've been been doing this so long, or I've had this job for so long, or I've lived here for so long, and I can't make a change, do it. Do it for you, because your body is like, I need something else. I need to do something else. And then ever since I cut my hair, y'all, it's like these opportunities that may have come my way anyway, but it's like, like the hair is like, okay, we, it's gone. Now let's give you some <laughs> stuff. You right. got to keep moving. You ain't got time to be messing in the mirror with your hair. You got things to do. <laughs> you just saved. You just saved about ten minutes of your life, 10, 20 minutes of your life. Times how many years? That's a lot of time. That's just just wasted on that. But it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely the the, the point of it all is the meta. The hair is the metaphor for change, and that's what yeah, what this is you, all and, about. And you can be afraid of it, or you can embrace it. Embrace it because yeah. I'm telling you, when I was sitting in that chair, and and I I got visibly, I was starting to visibly like shake. And I asked my barber, like, what the hell is going on? Why am I so nervous? (laughs) And he said, sis, 23 years is a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time. So if you don't want to do this right, he was so sweet. He's like, if you don't want to do this, we can make it. I said, nope, nope, nope. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I had to will myself to stay in that I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Because it's... People don't people don't accept change or don't like change, and so um, it's always the mental that comes first. You got to mentally prepare yourself for it, and so um, the physical part of it. I think we can get over the physical part faster than we can get over the mental hurdle of it all. Mm-hmm. And so once you got to that point, that's on anything, you know. If if I love sweets, and I'm, I'm just not there yet. I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I got to have sweets. So my mental part to get over the hurdle, sweets hurdle. I'm not there yet, so we'll chronicle that at, at some point in time. But <laughs> so, to, to to tie that thing in, you know, <laughs> the mental part has to come first before the physical transformation can actually happen. Yes, yes, and, and like you I said, said, you I, knew you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You said you knew you were going to do this. So at 50, like, because you said you told your mom years before it is coming. You you knew you were going to do this at 50, regardless. Yes. I knew I was wow. going to do it at 50 regardless. I, I, I made up my mind okay. to do it. And, um, but, you know, I was starting to talk myself out of it a little bit, you know, because <laughs> my barber, my, the barber I wanted to do it was not available. I didn't know that until I showed up on the day up. Right. So I, I'm standing in the doorway and I'm like, is DL here? And he was like, uh, no, nah, he got called out of town on business because he's like a celebrity stylist and stuff. And I was like, oh, snap, okay. And so my brain, I was in the doorway ready to just like bolt out. And and the barber was like, but sis, what can I do for you, queen? Can, can I help you? <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and, and Here we I go. Said, Let's do this. And he was cutting his little boy's hair. This is what made the decision for me. He was cutting his little boy's hair. He was sitting in his father's lap. He couldn't have been more than three years old. And the care he was taking with that little boy, I was like, you are the one I need because I need you to be just as careful with me as you are with that yeah, baby yeah, right now. Right. Yeah. 
And so I knew I knew that I was going to cut my hair at 50 and it didn't go the way I planned it to go. But it's, it was the perfection way to go because he was the perfect barber. It was the perfect day and time. It was on my actual birthday. I was trying to get it wow. done like a couple of days before. Um, but it was actually on my actual birthday and and I was like I I got to do this I gotta right. and regardless I told him I said listen I'm gonna trust you with this I showed him the pictures of where I, how I wanted to look I said I'm watching you you seem like you cool I said but <laughs> you I'm trusting up. you I'm <laughs> trusting you to not jack me up I said but you yeah. know I really don't know what's about to happen next I have no idea what's about to happen next it could either be like amazing or a total train wreck <laughs> <laughs> But let's do this. <laughs> so I ain't gonna lie, Piggy, with with having it that long for 23 years, you walk in, that barber ain't there, you like, God, this is a sign. I'm gone. All right. That's how most people that would be the first thing to do, right? Yeah. 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 That was so. my first instinct, but I, again, I willed myself to just let's go and see what's happening. Let me he because he was like, Well, you can just sit down and just, you know, think about it. Cause he was so chill, <laughs> you know, he wasn't pressed. He was so chill. And me sitting in that space, watching him work on this little boy, honestly, if he had been working on somebody else, I probably would have been like, okay, I'll just come back next week. But he took such care with that little boy. And it obviously was his first haircut. And I was like, okay, well, I can can trust him. He's going to be careful with me. That's what I need. And he was every step of the way. You okay? Monish, you all right? You good? (laughs) He just, didn't, he just didn't want no ride to happen. <laughs> he was nervous. Right. He, you thought he was taking care of you. He was really taking care of himself. <laughs> he didn't want the rest of Miss Sims on him. So, so are we going to stay? Are we? Is this the next look for the next 20 years? Next 23 years? No. Is this the look? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm excited. As it grows out, I want to do some okay. stuff with it. I mean, okay. I used to like color my hair back in the day when I was younger. Okay. So who knows? I might show up with some, with some blonde. My husband's requested blonde, so I might. Oh, show up shuck it, duck it now. Blonde hair and red bottoms. Here it comes. You know, I might rock some blonde hair for a minute. I don't know. I just want to have fun Say, and honey, just, you know. Honey, you get this for a vacation. That is not going to be a permanent look, honey. So you better take a picture. Right, right. So I just I want to have fun with it, you know, see, well, the, see what happens. Will the press and curl and Jerry curl come make a, a reappearance? No, player, no, we ain't going back here. <laughs> no, I, I have been redeemed and reborn from that stage <laughs> by the blood of Jesus from the Jerry curl and the perm. I cannot go back. I have never met anyone with a Jerry curl that say that thought that they were they were fly. Like, no, you ruined oh, I was lots fly, of. Though. So they, they, they didn't have the right Jerry curl. See what I'm saying? Right. Uh-uh. They no, have, they everybody right. said that I have never met anyone that regretted having a Jerry curl. They were like, man, I was, I was a player. I was the best looking person with a Jerry curl. Oh, no, I mean, I won't say I didn't regret it. I regretted it instantly. Uh, but, <laughs> but when but I rocked it, it was hot. It was hot. It was hot. But man. no, I, I, I think that's like a right of passage. Y'all had Jerry Curls? No, I, I, no. My sister, two uh, of my, my sisters sister. had Jerry Curls. <laughs> and I have three sisters, and my brother was like, hell no. My my sister was like, hell no. <laughs> but my yeah. other two sisters accepted it. But I just remember we went to 
to to uh, Catholic school and we had these white shirts and my sister Christy shouts out to my school? sister Christy. Yeah, get all over your college. Oh <laughs> man, she wore so many shirts and so many collars and so many pillowcases and oh. so many so many so many things of fabric that she ruined. <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't if it wasn't dripping, then you weren't doing it. You right. weren't doing it right. <laughs> you could have that fuff, that froey. No, Jerry no, curl. no, no, it's got to be drippy and you know. Greasy, that's when you're doing it right. Can't be dry. See, no, you don't want no dry Jerry curl. You gotta got, all of us sitting out here telling our age now. They were like, Jerry curl, we gotta, we gotta Google that. What's the Jerry curl? No, they went to the what, what was the other version? Was it not Hawaiian Silky? They did something else. Hawaiian Silky you know. Bantu, yeah. Uh, yeah, what well, S curl for guys? If you S curl for guys, S curls for guys, yeah. They still rocking S curls in California. Listen, I wish They're I could have. I have a picture. Uh, my mom is my dad's wedding. It wasn't an S curl. It was the Duke. It was a former S curl. Mm. And I was fly. So I, I give. Now you know what? Now I can't complain. <laughs> you just I did. <laughs> I was fly as heck. I gotta find that picture. I should I should that picture as a throwback. But I was fly as heck with my tuxedo on my yeah, that's when flat tops was out. Yeah, I was oh. I was dope. It, it feels like the smash. Did you have like the kids play high top? Cause I'm feeling like you had something going on. No, I, I had I had a little high top, but I had the Kwame, you know, the oh, yeah. um the little blonde patch right there. Oh, okay, okay. Please, okay. please, please find those pictures. Candy, mom, if you're listening, please unearth those pictures. I want to oh see Oh my this. God, I want to see this. Yeah. I have to see it. I got to see this dark brother with this. <laughs> I, I had no, nah, I didn't. I ain't had. I ain't had a polka dot. I ain't had. Oh, you had a yeah, you did. Outfit. You probably had the whole outfit. <laughs> I had the S curl. I had an S curl. Yes, you did. Uh, I actually, at one point in time, I used to rock the uh, freeze waves or finger waves and freeze waves. Candy. So I, I was, know you I got real candy. <laughs> Oh, brother, that was that was straight. I'm straight Atlanta out of you coming right now. Oh, no, you had finger waves. Yep, yep. Oh, I got to pull up. I gotta tell our best friend, shout out to our best friend, <laughs> Cell Dog. I, I'm texting him right now while we're doing this show to tell him that we're not. This is news, this is news breaking. You didn't right know here. this? No, and me and his brother been friends for was, 20 plus years, and I never knew this. Only the people that saw me at school knew that, you know. What I mean? No. And my sister dated my sister dated this dude that he he did hair so he he hooked me oh, up you, one time. Oh, oh, were you the hair model? Were you like on the wall at the barbershop? Like, I want the smash. I want the smash. Nah, nah. I don't. Even, I don't even think there's any photographic evidence of this happening. There's got to be somebody got a photo. <laughs> you got to find it. Somebody got a photo. I, I would love to see it. Actually, I might have to see. It. I might have to. Oh. Somebody in school might have one. But oh nah. man, I oh, should I call. Him. I know what you mean about your hair. I should call. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. I gotta call him. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We gotta call him. <laughs> we making. Oh, we making a call based hold on the <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Now this brother here, he won't answer the phone because if your life depended on it for somebody not to answer the phone, this would be the person to call. This would be the person to call because he never answered the phone. But on this one. <laughs> this is amazing. You had finger waves, brother? Yeah, well, I, push waves as well. You know. Push waves. I don't even know oh, what that is. Push waves, freeze waves. 
So he's not gonna answer the phone. You lucky. So did you use what kind of what kind of product did you use? Did you use the Murray's? What, what, what was you doing to lay it down at night? What was you doing? Oh, I don't even know. Like sleeping, I know sleeping softly off to the side. I mean not to I sleep with my hand up like this, like my girl on Friday. Like you don't want to get your hair messed up. Black women, we suffer for our hair, man. So smash, did you do you sleep on your arm like women do when they get their fresh do? <laughs> nah. <laughs> but I do have a question for for Monique. Um, Girl, don't change the subject, brother. We got you back on these finger waves and these press waves. Let's find the photo and then we can come back and do another show about the finger waves. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> we ain't gonna find that photo. I'm telling you. I know we not. Candy, I know you're listening. Find them photos, please. Y'all find that photo. I might be using some money. <laughs> it might be a reward. You find out. But uh, I know your head has to be lighter. Yeah. Out of those, I mean, like, would <laughs> your chiropractic problems went out the way? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Seriously, they don't talk about these real issues with locks. Okay, my hair was so long and heavy that I, I had, like, actually, right before I came on here, back spasms. I have oh, back what? issues now because of my hair. And, really? um, uh, yeah, it's a combination of my hair and also like you know typing for fifty years. Right. But my hair, um, sleeping on my hair, like I had developed um, uh, a habit of like pulling my hair up so I could sleep on it because you just end up sleeping on like a little hump of hair or whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then like and when I washed it, oh my god, it was so heavy. Here it we was go. So heavy. Uh, here we um, go. And then just I, I've even noticed like um, you know, when they, women of go. a certain age Denise. have. Hold huh? up, hold up, here we go. You got him? Yeah, he answered the phone. Hey. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I want you to keep, I want you to give me the PG version. We recording the podcast, but I had to call you this to tell you, Smash said he had had finger waves, bro. No, he don't. <laughs> <laughs> he said oh, he had finger now. waves. So we, so I want you to get express your thoughts on him having his finger waves. Please give him the PG version. Please don't give us the <laughs> the off wax version. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? <laughs> He's a straight bro. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the gold caps too. Oh no. Yeah. He's having gold caps. Oh my god, no. He's from Memphis. <laughs> he thought he was from Memphis. He said he had the church socks on with the Stacey Adams too. He had he had finger waves and such as a thing called push waves. I gotta Google that because I don't know what push waves are. <laughs> Is that what retirement led to? I know he got that VA benefits, but damn, he, he might as well be like Pops and put a lunar hand on and walk around with two person. <laughs> I'll hit you back before you get x rated. Later. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. <laughs> See, I'm hanging up on him. I can't even go no <laughs> that's our that's our best friend. We've been all of us have been friends for for years and years. <laughs> so and he kept the finger waves for me. <laughs> for you, now, listen, I 
feel bad now. We've told each other so many dark hidden Man, secrets that this is the one that you want to keep from us. Like really? <laughs> like really, bro? It was a short period of time. It just, you know. It was just a hairstyle for him. See, he was just a moment. It was a blip on the radar. He moved on. So, no, because there's many jokes that we've already said about the finger waves that he was in on those jokes, but he never said that he had finger waves. So I feel kind of, I feel some kind of way to snatch. Oh, okay. Yeah, y'all need to do that offline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but talk to her husband so we can fix this relationship. Right. <laughs> y'all need some counseling. Right. We need some counseling here. <laughs> I feel betrayed. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we all had manly experiences out here. But okay, I thought the rom com was the the most feminist thing that you ever done. But okay, it's all. It was a style. It was a style. <laughs> I gotta talk to you. Over. I gotta call. I gotta call Jay after this. Old witch. Did she? Did she know? Uh, I told her, but she ain't never seen the picture. I tell you, it's no evidence that I had it. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. But look, we get longer this hour. Monice, uh, well, I, I always enjoy you on the show. I always enjoy you having you because it's always an organic conversation. And um, so where can the people find you? Same place you did on Instagram. In these Instagram streets. I need Instagram streets. I'm on Facebook. I'm one of the people, last people on Facebook, apparently. Is, is it still called Facebook? It's called Meta or whatever. It's called, well, that's what we, yeah. me and Smash and I had a discussion. It's the company is called Meta. Oh. But everything else is going to remain the same. So. We're gonna, you, you know what that's about. You know, it'll change the. That's another, another story. We'll get to that. But. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Why is still called Facebook? I'm on that. Okay. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm just anything online. My website, Monice M O N I C E Mitchell Sims dot com, mm. is where you can find all things Monice. And you know, I'm just out here trying to document my journey as a as a black woman artist and living life. That's it. Yes. Yes, and I want all the listeners, y'all go to Instagram and y'all go smash the like button, go smash the share button, because we need this movie sack to get me. <laughs> it's definitely dope concept, and you folks need to get on board. Exactly. Don't talk about you gonna support us, and it don't cost you nothing to hit that like and that share button, right? So, so the more people we get on board on this thing, the faster we get this thing made. So smash any closing words, my brother. Yeah, as always, thanks for coming on, Monice. Um, it, I, I like how you look. I can tell that like you're happy, so that's that's the most important. Like, just stop smiling you, yet? Like, yes, yeah, <laughs> she hasn't stopped smiling. I ain't gonna lie, like it. Um, it makes you look a whole lot younger. Like, yes, it does. If you wouldn't have said your age, I wouldn't have thought you were that age. So, uh, Thank you. you a whole lot. Hey, you, you, you look, look like don't crack. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even my own mama said I look younger, so I yeah, think you yeah. wanted something. But it's fitting. It's actually like people change their look, their styles, and it don't, it doesn't fit them. But this truly fits you, and that's why I was asking the question of, is this the stage one of something else, or are we going to something else? Because this is this truly fits what you fits your face. It, it's definitely a beautiful look. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. You were hiding all that with the with them dreads, so uh, <laughs> I know, man. I didn't know. I didn't know. So did you change your cover photo yet? All your... Oh yeah, I changed it all over the place. Um, <laughs> and, and Mr. Sims is my photographer. He took my photos, so he's gonna take all my new photos and everything. 
Awesome. And, a real um, team right here. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He, he, you know, he got me. So I'm going to be a whole new look on my social media platforms and everything. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about it. Thank you guys for having awesome. me on. As always, my brothers, I can't wait to like come on and announce when the movie's coming. Yes, I can't oh, wait. Yes. And can you imagine when we on set? Oh! I can't wait. I can't wait. Because <laughs> that's, you know, I've never, exp- like we've, like there, there are milestones in your life, right? And that you that you dream about and, and you put so much effort and time into it. And I just want to, even, even if even if I can't witness it from, um, even if I got to sit in the theater and witness it from that aspect, but to just see your reaction to say that the moment that they say is, is greenlit, that's the reaction that I want to see because I know how much passion and I know how much love you have for this particular piece of, of work that you put together, and and that that's what I want to see. That'll be gratification enough for me because I know how much you love this piece of work. So, but. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna apologize again. I know Smash and I have have we haven't been consistent, and we pride ourselves on our cons- consistency, but we've been consistently inconsistent. So there you go. You have that. How about that? <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm, I can help get y'all back on this consistency yes. train. <laughs> yes, because we, you know we've had we've had things. I, I'm a football coach, so I was preoccupied with with, with coaching, and and Smash is his retirement transformation and all the stuff that he's been going through so we didn't get to talk about that but (laughs) hey there we go smash what's that retirement journey you're the retirement transition you transition i transition go d get on board go ahead smash what you got it's coming it's it's funny too because like i did um with your same thing like with your hair i did 23 years in the military so that's 23 and 23 maybe that's the magic number Wow. Let me write that number down, 23. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out, like, what it is I want to do. Like, I'm trying to get that glow that you have. Mm -hmm. And it's it's about, like, doing what you want to do and not what everybody wants you to do. Because they think that'd be right for you. It's like, I'm hearing what y'all say, but it's like, I got to be happy in what I do. And that's the transformation I'm trying to, I'm trying to find right now. Because, like you said, that, that military was a part of me for 23 years so it's not something that you just change all of a sudden right. your hair been a part of you for 23 years so when you cut it you could physically hold that in your hand and like oh my god it's gone and you know but the military I can't physically see so I'm working through the mental part of the transformation mm. and trying to get like I said trying to get that glow you got and be out here looking <laughs> looking as beautiful as you, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Get your glow up, baby. What happened to you? Get my glow up. See, there you go. Get on him. Get on him. I am Get on him. Get on him. You are writing. Okay. What I'm doing right now is... No, uh, he's writing, I'm but writing he's not sharing. sharing. That's what he's not doing. No, this ain't about you. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this has been 20 plus years I've been here about this writing. I want to see something. Like, give me something. But I got the time. Like, anyway, so I'm, smash, re- I'm researching saying. the stuff that I want to write about that's okay. going in the book. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I've been looking at a lot of. Um, so I ordered that master class. So I've been Which listening one? to a the, lot. The whole of, series or just? The whole series. Okay, yeah. Cool. So I've been listening to um, right now. I go back and forth between James Patterson and uh, uh, what's my man? Um, the chef, uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay. 
I go okay. back and forth between them, and I've just been taking notes on what uh, James Patterson says about writing, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And, he, you know, he tells you you got to develop your own style, but mm-hmm. get, some of the stuff he says in there is some good info, so I've been going back and forth with that stuff, so... And I've been I've been writing down what he's saying, but also like when I go do my book, I get to certain points where I gotta research something so I can talk about it. So when you, I feel that when you read it, you'll be like, oh man, this could be true, or you'll think it's true. You know, kind of like uh, mm-hmm. the Dan Brown books when you read it and you like, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but I'm, okay. I'm writing two notebooks. You can ask my wife. Okay, all right, I've been good. Ideas of her, so she's been providing me some input too. Yeah, see, he talking to the right person, go there. He talking to the wife. This ain't about you. Look at my face. Anyway, what you doing? What's the transition coming? What's, it's coming. What's your transition I, I, I'm going to oh, share that. It's coming. It's I've coming. It with, yeah, I shared it with my brother. He knows. Okay. Um, but mine is coming here shortly. But, I, again... <laughs> We gotta end this quick thing. he got off of that smash. He just was because, just I, I, it off. because he knows he knows that <laughs> he knows that I'm I'm kind of I don't like to jinx things. You know what I'm saying? You you, you talk about it, but you I don't want to publicly you talk be about, about it. it. I got you. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it. So when it happens, it happens, and it's it's definitely yeah. I will have that glow when it does yeah. happen. Put it that way. And okay. We definitely, right. His situation. Well, we'll kinda, reconvene. Yeah, we're gonna definitely come back and we'll we'll definitely <laughs> talk about it. But um, so thank you again. Thank you again. And I definitely want everybody to understand, don't overlook this conversation and, and not take what we what this conversation was really about. Embrace change, accept change. Her hair was just a metaphor for change. And it's accept that and 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 find what brings you peace and happiness. And it's it, and own yours, own your peace and own your happiness. And it come, could come from anything. Um, but for Manise, it was her hair. And I appreciate it. And I love the look. I love the energy that she's given. She's always been a happy person, but now she's like yeah. happy times 10. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you always want to surround yourself that when you're having a bad day, there's certain people that you can look at and you can talk to or and they'll bring that good energy to you and you're definitely one of those people that bring good energy to me and I, I'm more sure I speak for Smash as well um, oh, thank you you're welcome so with that being said much love and we out Peace. <laughs> we have returned to claim the pyramid partying on the mothership I am the mothership connection down in 3D light year group well, alright you hear it in noise ain't nobody but me and the boys